Well, hi, my name is Mark Tuchel, and welcome to my Living Sober Sucks, but Living Drunk Sucks More podcast. This is the audio version of my written blog, and the title of this piece is called Familiarity Breeds Complacency. I'm sure most of us have probably heard the saying, familiarity breeds contempt. What about rephrasing it as familiarity breeds complacency? Now, once we're comfortable with the situation, some of us become complacent, almost taking the situation for granted. Now, I don't want to falsely accuse you of being unappreciative in life, but we often do unconsciously expect conditions to remain the same. I mean, hey, once we're there, it should stay that way, right? Things should stay the same without uh, putting in any additional effort. And just maybe, as familiarity grows, we figure that we can get away with less effort or no maintenance at all. Now, this seems to happen in relationships, our financial condition, our jobs, and especially with sobriety. Now, at least uh, for me, this happens with some of these things. I know that these behaviors or feelings probably don't occur with you. I'm sure you're more stable, level-headed, and realistic than I am, but I'm willing to admit my own tendencies. Being honest with myself about my tendency to become complacent helps me be more grateful about life and pay attention to the things I should and stave off my ability to fuck things up. I know that familiarity spawns my complacency and I can then become lazy. Consider how you acted when you first got a job. Oh, you showed up on time, you're on your best behavior and paid close attention to all the details. Once you become comfortable with the work routine, you might have become a little lax at some of those things. And once you figure out what limits you can push, you might push them. Once you've been on that job for a while, you become uh, familiar with the routine of being paid. After a few paychecks, you might feel as if you're underpaid or unappreciated. Then if you feel you're underpaid or unappreciated, you might unconsciously begin to despise your job or your boss. You might begin doing things a bit less efficiently. You might get the feeling that you're irreplaceable and, and you don't worry about your performance on the job. And you begin to expect things like your paycheck on time, breaks at certain times, vacation. You might even start to take the situation in the job for granted. Now, the scenario I just described about your job happens with relationships. And the word relationships isn't limited to your lover, spouse, or mate. Uh, Relationships are how you interact and feel about friends, alcohol or drugs, and material items. Now, for example, you're always on your best behavior on your first date. I mean, you're willing to put in extra effort to please or impress the other person. After you become comfortable with them, you feel that eh, you can take a few liberties, you know, belching, farting, sucking your teeth, less makeup, a few extra pounds, whatever. Look, man, this is all okay. I mean, we want to be able to be normal humans and get relaxed around the other person. And we do the same with our friends. They're our friends because we can be who we are and they accept us as who we are. But too much comfort can lead to complacency. Complacency can hit with material items as well. You get accustomed to the new car, apartment, or home. After a while, you might not take as good a care of your car, apartment, or home. You might start to dislike it or want something else or something better. Now, this is fine for material items because it helps drive you to accomplish more and attain more. Now, this drive can be beneficial in your relationships with people as well. Not that you are constantly looking for newer, better friends or a newer model of spouse. 
Well, some people do. Uh, but instead, you can be driven to work on making those existing relationships better. Ooh, but what happens when you see that you might lose one of those items? Hmm? You know, like your spouse, your job, your friend, car, home, financial position, etc. Oh, then you really fight to preserve and retain things. It's not a good feeling to see that you might lose what you have, is it? I mean, holy shit, I better straighten this out. Yeah, you work pretty hard to keep what you feel is yours. You might even work harder to retain something you're about to lose than you did to get it in the first place. You know, you wouldn't have to do as much work now if you'd been mindful or a little more attentive earlier. Uh, yeah, then we say things like, oh, why didn't I see this coming? Why didn't I do something about it? Well, the answer is complacency. I'm sure that most of you don't end up taking things for granted, but I would guess that at some point, with some things, you might become a little complacent. Now, it may not be a conscious act on your behalf, but it happens. Ah, Jim won't care if I'm late. Then you rationalize your complacency. Hell, he's been late a million times. I never gave him shit about it. That's the start of complacency. And this type of thinking can fester into something even larger. You know, Jim's been late so many times, I'll show him. Let's see how he likes it. Now that's contempt. You should be able to feel relaxed and comfortable around your family, friends, lover, spouse, whomever. But that doesn't mean you have to become complacent. Yes, I know it's time-consuming to pay attention to people, conditions, and things around you. It's time-consuming to look your best for your partner, to go to the gym, to stay in shape, to keep your house clean. Now, you may not feel as if your efforts are appreciated, but if you don't do those things, you may very well lose what you have. So how does this all relate to sobriety? Well, please allow me to talk about myself. Now, I'm very comfortable with my feeling that I can control my urges and impulses to drink, but I must still maintain my vigilance. One dumb move and I could fuck up years of hard work. I cannot become complacent about booze or drugs. Now, sometimes I must put forth the extra effort before the tempting situation arises or avoid the temptation altogether. There's not always an apparent reward for putting in the extra effort. Hey, but that's okay. It truly is easier to keep and maintain what you have than to try and regain what you have lost. And when trying to regain a loss, you can easily talk yourself into doing some really dumb things. Yeah, I know I have. So for me, I know that any complacency in my thinking will lead me to compromise. Now what or how I might compromise, I don't know. But all I need to do is look at my history. I know that if I were to say, okay, just one, I'm setting myself up for something bad. I mean, in my past, I've said a zillion times, all right, I'll stay for one drink and then I gotta go. Uh, how many times have you said that? Yeah, well, four hours later, I'm half crocked and dumb, dumb thinking has taken over. I didn't plan on getting hammered. Uh, it was an accident. Yeah, I've heard that line enough times in my life. As a drunk, I was complacent about a lot of things, and I lost a lot of things as a result of my complacency. I don't like losing, and I don't want to lose shit anymore. Now, I believe that this all really comes down to respect. Respect for yourself and respect for the other person. Don't allow complacency to get the better of you. Very small things can be done to stave off complacency. Actually telling someone how much you appreciate them does it. Saying thank you does it. I mean, I laugh when someone says, oh, it goes without saying. I think to myself, and I, sometimes I might come right out and say, you know what, you're right. It does go without saying because you didn't say it.
Now, when you say thank you or I appreciate you, you actually end up feeling good about yourself. Seriously, try it sometime. See how you feel. You can stave off complacency with sobriety through small efforts as well. I mean, really simple stuff. Just stay out of the beer and wine aisle at the grocery store. Now, in contrarian thinking, you would go down the beer and wine aisle and look at all the prices and mentally tally up how much you're not spending. Now, another thing is you could have a copy of my book on your coffee table. Okay, any book or, or symbol you want that reminds you of why you made the decision to live as a non-drinker. And this is why some people frequent meetings. They want reminders, and they don't want to fall into complacency. Do whatever you think is necessary for you. Accept that some level of complacency will occur, whether it be in relationships, at work, with money, or sobriety. But don't let complacency weaken you or brew into contempt, which is in hatred, anger, and revenge. It may be more time-consuming and not as much fun to perform regular maintenance now, but doing maintenance now is a lot easier than to do a ton of work trying to regain something that very well may end up being lost forever. Expressing appreciation for what you do have will help stave off complacency. All right, that's it for this podcast. Remember that these are my own opinions and observations. Think for yourself and come to your own conclusions. If you enjoy this stuff or you get something out of it, please tell your friends about my website. It's livingsobersucks.com. You can pass around my podcasts. Hey, I don't mind. What the hell? Just don't sell them. If you like what I do and what I write about, you can help me pay for all this by making a donation to my site securely. It's done through PayPal. The link is at the bottom of the blog article. Donations are not tax deductible. Hey, thanks again for spending some of your very valuable time with me. My name is Mark Tuchel.